Today, Herschel Walker loses the Georgia runoff election. Joe Biden claims the economy is getting better. And American Girl Doll publishes a pro-puberty blocker book for young girls. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I am joined today by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Wore my best flannel for you today. Yeah, thanks, Jason. All the stops. It's actually all for you, girl. Shockingly warm in here today, so <laughs> right? I feel like that's going to be your your karma for dressing up so nice. Shockingly today. warm. People don't know this, but it's usually 27 degrees in here all the time. Below zero. Below zero. It's <laughs> always <laughs> so, so cold. We, uh, Matt Marsden, by the way. Matthew Marsden, of course, actor and producer extraordinaire. Um, we joke that, you know, Glenn keeps it so cold because he wears like 20 layers of clothing. Yeah, yeah, and we're like, totally. or you could just wear the normal amount of <laughs> yeah. layers and make it a reasonable temperature in here. But no, it's always like the Arctic tundra except for today. So, um, all right, I want to get into the headlines here. So yesterday, um, those of you who are living under a rock may not have heard this yet. Herschel Walker did lose the Georgia runoff Senate, uh, the, the Georgia runoff election to Raphael Warnock and Democrats will control the Senate 51 to 49 for the GOP. Um, and uh, there's 99% of the vote in last time we checked earlier. Warnock had 51.4% of the vote compared to Walker's 48 6. Um, and, you know, it's um, it's an interesting time because we are approaching. I, I hate to talk about the next presidential election, but I'm going to because we are going to approach it very quickly. Think about how quickly the last two years uh, have passed and we got to the midterms and how much has happened since Joe Biden got elected. None of it good, but a lot's happened. So we're at a spot where. Donald Trump is the only person who has announced that he will be a candidate for the GOP in 2024. His record now with Walker's defeat, if we're talking about Trump endorsed candidates, I think is like two and 14. So not the record that you want going into this. And I guess we could maybe try to, to get into the reasons why um, perhaps they had nothing to do with Trump. I don't know, but it's just very troubling because it feels a whole lot like we are going full speed on a train headed off the cliff. And there doesn't feel like anyone's going to save us. Um, am I being too cynical here? No, I think there is someone that can save us. Okay. Um, I think you sit in Florida right now. Actually, oh, I thought you were going to um, say me. Oh well, <laughs> kidding. You know, and Sarah Gonzalez. Um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a weird crossroads. I, look, I I'm not a Trump hater. Um, I I like the guy, like things he did. I liked it when he really started, you know, this kind of trend to just really start punching back. Which I think, I mean, the Republican Party is so freaking weak. They mm -hmm. piss me off mm -hmm. in almost everything. Well, and that's part of the reason that I say the train is going off the cliff. Who's going to save you? Kevin McCarthy? Mitch <laughs> oh, McConnell? Oh, gosh. No one's no going to save gonna, you. No one's going to save you in the Ronald next two McDaniel? years. Ronald McDaniel? No, 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 no. Right. 
Um, although it will be a great debate if uh, Heavy D decides to just come out and say, okay, I'm running. That will be a great debate because they can just start it. I cannot wait to see Trump and DeSantis fight it out. I think it would be good for the, for the country mm-hmm. if it doesn't get too childish, um, which it could devolve that way. Um, but I think that debate's going to be awesome. So I think that all these candidates that were thrown out there, um, a lot of them by Trump, were just awful, disastrous mm-hmm. candidates. We should never have had an Oz who, you know, I mean, even if he would have gotten to the Senate, you couldn't have counted on him. I mean, he probably would have right. voted with the Democrats more than he would have voted for us. Couldn't right. count on him. Those are not strong candidates. Um, but I think that with someone like DeSantis, we can start steering that debate, you know, in the right direction. So I think there is uh, some something to look forward to. Um, on the Warnock thing, everything about this pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cannot stand Warnock. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a fake Christian. I don't think he's a well, real Christian. There's no at think. All. I, um, I think you could argue there's no thinking he's a fake Christian. No, I mean, his. I, policies and his positions are in direct conflict with Christianity. Right. So I mean, he's no, there's no thinking. He is say, a fake Christian. Didn't he say he supported abortion, I think, yes. recently because yes. that's what Jesus would do? Yes. Are you freaking kidding yes. me, man? Yeah. And you're a, pa- you're a, a pastor. Right. A, a, a pastor. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. But if, if, he was, if he was white and not so obviously Democrat, they'd be calling him a Christian nationalist. Straight mm-hmm. up. He does the exact same thing. He just talks about his politics from the pulpit, like, all the time. Yeah. But I do not understand how we all knew that he was going to win. I wasn't even biting my fingernails in this runoff at all. We all knew that he was going to win. It does not make sense. There was a map that you just showed that showed the, the voting. The entire state's red. Mm-hmm. Except, like, please take Atlanta out and just, like, pun it onto the moon or something like that. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. How did Kemp win by seven points? No. And Warnock just wins every freaking election over there. It makes no sense at all. Pisses me off. I mean, other than we, like, our people didn't show up. Why, though? No, that doesn't make sense either. I don't no. know. I think when we do the split, right, when the great divorce happens, I was saying this today on Twitter that, you know, Atlanta, we can just, like, wall it in. <laughs> like, just put a wall around it and they can have, like, passports to come in and out and the rest of Georgia can come with the great state of Texas and Florida in the coalition that is coming. But, look, I think the truth of the matter is, is... The Republicans are so weak. Mm -hmm. It is so embarrassing. And the fact of the matter is they've been weak for the past six years. It was like, you know, Trump came in and he was battling against them the whole time. You know, we know this. We know. And and he said multiple times that one of his biggest mistakes was actually punting from McConnell and getting him back in. So, I mean, look, none of us look at these guys and go, I mean, there's a couple of people that have got in that, that we like, but the people that are running... The, the, the GOP are just a disaster. I mean, if you cannot win an election, both the Senate and the House, when the $6 gas, yeah. you know, and I remember being in California and the gas went up like by, I think it was like 50 cents. And they were like, right, that's it. We're recalling. I think it was Gray Davis. He's going. And, you know, the, the, um, um, t- the, the titles went up as well, the, the cost for the, Registry, your car mm-hmm. went up by a ton, mm-hmm. and there were like the even California was like, no way, and it's now it's really like like we've been boiling the frog, right? Because you can't. I went to Costco the other day. There were no eggs in there. Like it was mm-hmm. horrendous. Uh, you know, the country is in a real state. You got military guys wearing those weird dog masks and with their uniforms on. I'm like, how <laughs> bad does it have to get? For us to win. Yeah. I mean, we're not even getting the protest vote. We're not even going, this is just so bad. We're going to go for the other guys, right? I remember when Stephen Smith said that. He's like, look, you know, what have you got to lose? Go and vote for Republicans for once, right? To the African-American vote. It's so bad right now. 
we are so bad. The GOP is so bad. They can't even win that. It's like they're looking for every time they deal with the Democrats. It's like they do stuff just to get like a nod or a wink from the Democrats. Yeah. Like they want approval from them. Yeah. Why? Like they don't want your approval. And they've made that abundantly clear. They don't care what you think. And that's why I think we are talking about with the national divorce. I think that's why it's more of a possibility now than ever, because oh. those issues you talked about, they, the left does not care that life sucks now. They just don't. Well, and they're not it, willing to it doesn't affect them, though. Because it doesn't affect them. The ones in Congress, it doesn't affect them. You know, same with the healthcare. They don't have to opt into the healthcare. They mm -hmm. can do something else, right? And then the people that, you know, that are struggling a lot of the time, I mean, you, your middle class is just shrinking, 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 shrinking. Yeah. And then you got, I mean, for example, I know this is just a little bit off topic, but they're saying right now about the border, right? And we, I know we're going to get onto this later. But you can't do, you cannot have an America where this is happening. And nobody's responding to it. Like the, the, the Republicans like, la, 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 they're just saying this, this doesn't exist, it doesn't happen. And again, it's this weird abusive relationship where they're like, hey guys, do you like us too? You know, and they're like, no, we don't like you, but you know, it's like you're an abusive girl, abused girlfriend that just keeps coming back all the time wanting our approval. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They are so, you are so weak, Republican Party. I hope that Harmeet Dillon gets in I know, I and, know. and shakes it up because that would be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I I do hope that as well. I'm not holding out that much hope because just based on what she's been tweeting out about, you know, her talking to different people within the RNC and they're like, you know, she says the donors are fed up with the direction of the RNC and they want to change. And the reaction she gets from them is, well, the donors don't have a voice of what happens in the Republican Party. Then don't Party. give them like, any money. Yeah. That's what Stop I'm saying. giving them the yeah. money. That's I know. it. I know. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, they look, I get it that, <laughs> that like, the country will be on its way to disaster and on its way to hell slower if you have the Republicans in office, but they'll still get you there. And they, they deserve to feel a lot of pain. In some ways, I think more than the Democrats because they pretend like they are there for you and they're your mouthpiece when they don't and they just turn around and stab you in the back. At least the Democrats are like, this is our radical agenda. We're sticking to it and we don't care what you think. I mean, you have to respect their honesty about that, right? Yeah. The Republicans are like, no, 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 we're just for you. We're just for the average American. We're going to fight for you, and we're going to take it to Joe Biden. And then they continue to, oh, I don't know, do the opposite. Right. So it's just so enraging. Um, as Matt said, stop giving them your freaking money. In fact, maybe I shouldn't share this, but I will. Anytime I get like one of those fundraising text messages from the RNC, I just respond with expletives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I like, I literally, I just, I just choose the expletives that I care to say at that particular moment. And I'm like, you will never get another dime of my money. You guys have been a complete and total failure and you don't deserve it. Um, all right. I want to move on before we have to go. I want to move on to, uh, of course, Zelensky, Vladimir Zelensky, who is the one, the only, the most amazing person in the entire world if you were going to talk to the mainstream media, even here in America, uh, because Time Magazine actually named their 2020 Person of the Year, Vladimir Zelensky, alongside, of course, the spirit of Ukraine, which is so annoying that they started changing. It's like, it's Person of the Year. You don't get to say the spirit of Ukraine. That's not a person. You're cheating. <laughs> That's fake. Um, so the Time editor-in-chief explained whether the battle for Ukraine fills one with hope or fear, Vladimir Zelensky galvanized the world in a way we haven't seen in decades. In the weeks after Russian bombs began falling on February 24th, his decision not to flee Kyiv but to stay 
and rally support was fateful. From his first 40-second Instagram post on February 25th, showing that his cabinet and civil society were intact and in place, to daily speeches delivered remotely to the likes of Houses of Parliament, the World Bank, and the Grammy Awards, <laughs> Ukraine's president was everywhere. Um, Gosh, you know, it's just like, again, I say, I, I try to preface this particular topic with sometimes there's not a good guy and a bad guy. Sometimes there is no good guy. And I think it's important to recognize that the people of Ukraine are largely innocent and don't uh, deserve this happening to them. But perhaps they should also put some blame on their corrupt leadership, uh, including Vladimir Zelensky himself, who I know is just embroiled in this horrible, horrible war that he is afraid that his life is on the line at any moment in time, which is why he goes and does photo shoots with uh, Vogue. Yeah. Uh, That's what you always do when you're... Wife looked kind of hot in that photo shoot, though, but uh, off, off the point. Yeah, I... I That's always I, your point, Jason. It is, it is. I got nothing else, though. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm still... I wish I had uh, that little tinfoil hat that we used to have around here because I want to put it on right now, but there is something weird going on with Ukraine. Something weird. So much attention to Zelensky, so much attention to the war. In general, wars kind of suck. They, you know, obviously do. But, I mean, this is kind of what Russia does, and the world has never reacted this way. Yeah. I mean, they, we didn't see all of this. You know, our neighbors weren't putting Ukraine flags in their yards yeah. back when they went into Chechnya and bombed the crap out of Grozny, which was worse than anything that's happened by far right now. But no one really cared. It was because... It just, they didn't like the name Chechnya? I, I, I don't know, but this is just kind of the things that they do. But uh, keep an eye on, let's after this war's over and it will end, what the Western leadership does, this machine now, this great reset machine, what they do with Ukraine. I'm very interested because they're all so gung-ho on this issue. Something will come out. I, I don't know what. It usually does, and there's usually a lot of manipulation, at least by American Democrats, in Ukraine. Isn't that weird? They just they love to get involved with Ukraine. They've been doing it since, like, what, 2014? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's just weird. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I think that the, you know, this is the, the problem with on social media a lot now. And I'll be very interested to see what comes out on Twitter about this, about the suppression of speech on there, about this. Mm. But you couldn't say, Sarah, what you said just like a year ago, if you said there are mm -hmm. both both groups are bad. By the way, I can tell you right now because my wife's cousin was working in Russia. He's an English guy in Russia, you know, and his wife. Uh, they found out that you know they were going to put sanctions on Russia. They separated my wife's cousin and his wife, and his wife has had to stay there with a newborn. Jeez. Now, why didn't they let her? Why didn't they let her go? It's like it's not like she's all like supporting. Putin, you know what I mean? Right. So both sets, we always know this. It's like, you know, we look at our government right now and we say, hey, listen, don't like look at us and hold us accountable for what these clowns are doing. So I think you're right. Like both sides have innocent people involved. The populace are, are innocent and both of their leaders are corrupt. OK, it's OK mm -hmm. to say that mm -hmm. you don't have to have two like you know, there's a good guy and there's a bad guy. But I do feel like right now it really is that phenomenon of I've got something missing in my life. COVID is over. Oh, I'm now seeing that actually there's a bunch of stuff about the, um, the COVID vaccine that's kind of worrying. And I was on the other side of it. So if I just go mm -hmm. over here and I put the flag in my bio and now I support Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Don't know if COVID, COVID vaccine. No, no, no. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And I'm just wondering. 
what is next? Mm. Like, what is the next, like, not it's a manufactured crisis, but, but it, this, I haven't seen anything on the news in the past, like, two months about the Ukraine, apart from this, apart yeah. from the fact that he gets time personally here, which, you know, I hear it, a, a couple of other, like, notable people have got it in the past, but it's like, you know, the noble prize, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Oh, like, that, that's you, coming next. That's he's going to get it. He's going right? to get it. Yeah. The Saint, Saint Zelensky mm -hmm. will get that. You know, no corruption. But the, the the fact that we are not allowed to say anything, like we're not allowed to analyze or just question, mm -hmm. is so un-American. Yep. It's unbelievable. That's what. The, I, Last word. When did the left become so pro-war? Like they were the hippies. They were the ones that didn't want us to go to war in Vietnam. They didn't like the so uh, you know mm -hmm. the Cold War. They were against all of that. Now they're all on board with continuing war for as long as it takes. Come again? Like, I, they've never been like that. I swear it's because it's against Putin who they have, it's like Trump and Putin have like the, the, a thing now with them, right? They're like, Trump was colluding with Putin and Trump is they Putin's still mouthpiece. That. They do. They still and so now they have to come out whatever is pro, like they have to be against Russia by any means necessary. So now you're pro Ukraine because you got to be against Putin because Putin is the worst ever because he partners with Trump. So they say, obviously we know that's total and complete hogwash. Um, all right, we've got we to take a quick break. We've got more to come. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So Christmas is coming up really fast. And if you're still looking for the perfect gift, you've got to try Tommy John. They've got stuff for men and women. And it's like, it's everything. They've got underwear. They've got loungewear. They've got pajamas. They've got bralettes for women. They've got it all. But what you're going to find is that this is literally the softest material you are ever going to put on your body. I know this because I own Tommy John. And and I keep getting more Tommy John because I, I am just, it just, when I get home, I'm just in a better mood after I put on my Tommy John and uh, get out of my work clothes. You need to do this too. Right now, you can save 20% off over at tommyjohn.com slash why. I promise you, you've heard us talk about this. It is the softest thing you will ever put on your body. The hype is real. Try it now over at tommyjohn.com slash why. See site for details. A baby boy in New Zealand will be forced to use vaccinated blood in his upcoming heart operation since the New Zealand government has taken guardianship of him. This is, of course, after his parents uh, wanted, urged the doctors uh, to use unvaccinated blood. They also had like tons of people who said we will donate our unvaccinated blood to make sure that this baby does have what his parents need and the New Zealand government said no we're actually going to take guardianship of him and force him to have this mRNA blood in his system regardless of what his parents want watch in Auckland, where a decision is out in the baby blood donor battle, the judge releasing his ruling just moments ago. Logan Church is at the High Court in Auckland for us. What can you tell us, Logan? Kia ora, Simon. Justice Ian Gold has just approved the application by Te Whare Order Health NZ for guardianship of the baby to be transferred oh to the courts for this urgent heart surgery to proceed. Now, this judgment came out about 60 seconds ago, and we haven't had a chance to go through the 20-something pages of reasoning behind the judge's decision. But what it does make clear is that this is a temporary order. It will um, expire in, at the end of January next year and the parents are also to be kept informed throughout this entire process. Now the parents want this surgery to happen, that wasn't the issue here. 
The problem for them was the were the blood products that would have to be used in the surgery and supplied through the New Zealand Blood Service. They wanted an assurance from the blood service and from the doctors at Starship Hospital that the blood used in the surgery would not come from anyone who has been vaccinated against COVID-19. That creating the impasse of medical professionals who uh, disagreed. That led to an urgent hearing just yesterday here at the High Court in Auckland. But today, that decision from Justice Ian Galt, the surgery can now proceed. Wow. Um, the amount of evil and just demonic works at play, um, not just in this country, but in the entire world, are very troubling because what reason would a judge have to rule against these parents when they're saying, we want him to have the life-saving operation, we want him to do all of these things. This would not actually harm anyone. This is, this is like, it's a, yeah, he needs the blood. We've got these unvaccinated donors. What would be the issue other than control and control and also making sure there is no control group? Yeah. I mean, it's, did you see where he said, uh, oh, they will be keeping the parents informed. How That's lovely so nice. of them. That's I am, so nice. It's, um, look, this is the state taking over your children. And I don't know what has happened to New Zealand. I mean, I remember, you know, you only go back like five years, six years, and it was a place that people would go, oh, you know what? If ever I'm going to retire somewhere, I'm going to go to New Zealand. I'm going to go live there because it's so peaceful and nice and all this. It's become a fascistic state. You cannot take someone's child from them. I mean, like you said, Sarah, it's not going to harm the child. Right. There's no lack of blood. Uh, look, right. I remember, I mean, about three months ago, I said, I don't know if I would want vaccinated blood. And I, I, I put it out on Twitter. And people are like, oh, you know, you take it, you know, if you really need it. I'm like, yeah, I would take it if I really, if I was right. going to die. Right. Or I would. But there's a preference, right? If I, I didn't, not, I didn't not take the vaccine to then go and get the vaccine in a different way, in a different form. That's like saying, well, I didn't catch AIDS or HIV, but you know, oh, well, I'll just take the, I'll just take the, the blood the transfusion, blood right? Because yeah. you know, whatever. No, they make sure that that isn't transferable into someone else's blood and rightly so, right? And because it did happen right early on. This is very, well, I don't. I don't see anything that's that's darker than this. Yeah. Really, this yeah. is this is a big statement, but this is more ridiculous than their accent is um, <laughs> by far. But it's close, and I know that's a bold statement because that accent's very ridiculous. Um, but this is insane. Um, this is they have like an NHS. I'm assuming, right? I don't know. I just probably. Yeah, they, they sure. must. Probably. They, they must. But I, I mean, this is what happens when the state becomes your doctor. It really does. Mm -hmm. I saw some awesome. Post World War II, Pathé News uh, from your countrymen uh, that they have—they're having this debate right there on the news, and there were these awesome doctors who were like, "Do you really want the state to become your doctor? Because that's what you're inviting into this." And it's always every time there's a great calamity, a war, a pandemic, stuff like that, you're going to get leftists that are going to try to pull as much power mm -hmm. as they can mm -hmm. for your safety. Mm -hmm. But these are some of the fruits of yep. that labor right there. 
where you have no, where, where they, where they will gift you knowledge of the updates on what they're doing with your baby. Mm. You, you kidding me? Like that enrages me. And that's how you create radicals. That is how you create radicals. If there were none there, there's probably a few more that are around now that were just created. The more they tighten their grip, to quote that very, very um, uh, smart and intellectual um, Princess Leia, the more they will slip through your fingers. But here's the other aspect. I don't know. I presume that the parents are not vaccinated. You would think. Yeah. So it's punishing them again, isn't right. it? Yeah. It's another punishment. It's yeah. like, still, right now, right. today in America, you cannot come into this country if you are a foreigner that hasn't been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Apart from if, you know, and everyone, <laughs> apart from if you come in a certain way. Well, I mean, yeah, you can, uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. If you come in through our southern border, I mean, you don't, even if you're COVID positive, they will still release you into the interiors of the country. So the, that's just a little helpful guide for anyone who is, you know, maybe New Zealand, New Zealanders who are looking for a way in. Let's just just do the workaround like everyone else. Um, so let, let's talk about the border then. Earlier this week, I don't know if you guys saw this, Joe Biden was asked uh, why he hasn't visited the southern border yet. There's kind of a crisis going on of epic proportions. Uh, you've got human trafficking happening at the border. Uh, you've got fentanyl being released into this country. Kind of a big deal. And uh, Joe Biden says, well, there are more important things going on than visiting the southern border. Watch. The border, because they're more important than going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Huh? Did you even get, he's just... <laughs> he's like Brad Pitt in Snatch, isn't he? Oh, the dags, Mickey. the dags. <laughs> he just bought a caravan there. I don't know how he did it, but he did. It's a Snatch joke, sorry. Like, he just bought a caravan and a couple of dogs. Um, I want to, uh, I want to play, because, you know, you may be going like, well, that's kind of weird because I feel like the border is a... If you're living in a border state, especially, you're like, I, the border, what's going on there, right? now is kind of a big deal. Why is he saying there are more? I mean, yeah, there's a lot going on because Joe Biden sucks and the Democrats have, uh, you know, made us slide into this. Uh, we've got inflation. We've got uh, the record high gas prices, as Matt pointed out earlier. Things are not great. But why dismiss the border? Well, there's a Democrat representative, Debbie Dingell, who, gosh, the jokes to be made there. Uh, she said Biden didn't need to visit the border because, well, he's seen the photos, and that's obviously just like the real thing. Watch. Would you like to see him visit the border? I don't care if he visits the border or not. That doesn't, he doesn't need to visit the border to know we've got a problem. He's got people that report to him every day about what the problem is. And sometimes we fixate on these little issues. Mm -hmm. Do you think the president doesn't know we got a problem at the border and what the issues are? Wait, wait, that, I know he does. But, but not necessary to see it firsthand. That's a little issue? I, I, I think he knows no, it's got to be addressed. He's gotten the reports. He's seen the photos. So that's, uh, I mean, I... At some point, he may or may not go, but I think he knows what's got to get fixed, and you've seen him begin um, that process. What's, huh. what's the first thing a president does after a natural disaster? Goes and visits Goes to there. the area. Yeah. These people are ridiculous. And that's another thing about these kind of like Atlanta in Georgia, all those populous, you know, uh, populated areas inside uh, Arizona, even Texas, mm -hmm. are heavily blue-dominated. 
they nothing and like you said earlier they're not affected by this no they don't care they're living in these awesome gated communities in phoenix or wherever you know and you know they can be as virtuous sounding as they want to be um, which does nothing to nobody, but as long as they sound virtuous, no, just let them all in. It, it, it doesn't hurt anybody. Okay, well now let's go talk to the people that live in those ranches that are right there on the border. How are they affected? Are those small towns that have, what, what is it, like thousands per week? I, I don't even know what it is now. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, how are they supposed to put up with these, you know, influx of migrants? New York couldn't handle a few thousand for crying out loud. Yeah, that was a crisis that when was a they, crisis. they had a couple Bring in the National ships. Guard, they said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's just disgusting. I mean, they, they clearly are lying on this because they don't see it as a problem because it's actually a net positive for them. Because as far as they're concerned, these are more voters for the Democrats because what they're going to do is they're going to welcome them in mm-hmm. and then they're going to say, we'll give you a vote. And then who are you going to vote for? The guy that says, I'm going to kick you out. I'm going to send you back where you come from. I mean, it's it's absurd. There's, and they're seeing the fallacy in that line of thinking because that's now backfiring on them with a lot of Latino communities mm-hmm. in South Texas, in Florida, all these other places. Like, all the people that are coming over now, like, before they were all mostly Mexican migrants. Right. Now there's hardly any Mexican migrants. Yeah. Most of them are from the Triangle era countries. They're coming over from there. And the Mexican communities down there, the Latino communities, are like, what the heck, man? Like, what, what is what? They're taking up all the jobs? They're taking uh, the drain on but all also, the... They're, they're, for the most part, Christians. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, look, I saw in the UK how there was a lot of immigration back then coming into, I mean, still is now, coming in, you know, for some reason they don't stop in Italy or France or Germany. They kind of make all their way to England, right? And at least what you see here is you see initially people come here from the states down, you know, the, the countries down south who were Christians and then they start going, hang on a second, this stuff is actually against what we believe. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's no stronger group as far as family is concerned than the, Mexican, the Mexican-Americans. I mean, they're amazing. Well, you know, the, the, the families are incredible. So I think it, it will, in my mind, it's backfiring like that because they're like, hang on a second, like we love the cohesiveness of our families and what you're doing is you're, you're actually making it more difficult for us to have big families because of inflation. You're having it, you, you know, every single thing the Democrats are doing is actually undermining them now as well. It's okay when they're bringing them in to go and, you know, do the manual jobs, like, but once they start becoming, because, you know, for the most part, people that come into the country want to work really, really hard and they want to climb the ladder. They came here for the American dream, mm-hmm. like I did, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. You know, so once they start climbing up that ladder and they're like, hang on a second, what they believe is antithetical to, to what we do and the way we live our lives, there's a change. So I actually think that eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to backfire on them and it is backfiring on them. Like you said, it's not just, you know, initially it was, uh, you know, mainly people from Mexico and now it's from all other countries. Um, but I mean, for me, it's very, very frustrating because I did it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like now, so for a adult child of a national, uh, a naturalized citizen, the wait is up to 20 years. Wow. It's not a joke. 20 years to bring in an adult child of uh, a naturalized citizen. Wow. Unbelievable. Isn't that staggering? Yeah. So you, you're basically penalizing people for doing, for it, doing the right it the right way. way. Yeah. 
So yeah. why would you? And I mean, at the end of the day, I do understand people saying, well, I may as well just break the law because you know what? I'm not going to get... I'm not going to get held accountable anyway. And that shows you that the left, sorry, the left does not care about fixing this issue. They see, they, you would think that right there, they'd be like, oh, we, let's fix that. They know that's, that's it's, you know, it's, they would sound more virtuous to say, hey, we're going to fix that problem. They don't care about the immigration issue. They don't care about fixing it. They never try. Mm -hmm. They just want to exploit it. They want to exploit it for votes. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Last week's Twitter files that we have covered extensively on the show revealed that James Baker, who previously worked for the FBI and was heavily involved in the Russiagate conspiracy theory, played a very key role in censoring the New York Post story on the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, yesterday, Elon Musk confirmed that James Baker had been fired as Twitter's deputy general counsel. He said, in light of concerns about Baker's possible role in suppression of information important to the public dialogue, he was exited from Twitter today, which just sounds so mafia-like. I don't know why. He was exited from Twitter, to, not from life, just from Twitter for now. Uh, Baker reportedly vetted the information in the Twitter files before it was passed along without informing Elon Musk himself, right? Twitter's new management. And the report is that he actually uh, vetted it and removed any references to the FBI's involvement in censoring uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story. So he kind of like whitewashed it so that the FBI wasn't involved and didn't have any culpability and then passed it along to these journalists all without informing Elon Musk, and Elon said, uh, yeah, no, that's not going to fly with me. He said when he asked Baker to explain why he had reviewed the Twitter file materials before they were published, <laughs> he says his explanation was unconvincing. I can imagine, Jason. Baker, it's hilarious. Uh, so who was it? I can't remember. Some, somebody on Twitter that was exposing this stuff was talking about the six degrees of, uh, of, of Baker and, you know, playing off the six degrees of Kevin yeah. Bacon. Um, he is connected to so many different scandals mm -hmm. through the FBI. One was like when everything started, the Alpha Bank connection. He was the one that introduced uh, Sussman to the FBI investigators and got that whole thing started off. I mean, the FBI, oh my gosh, man. I mean, they just need to be completely dismantled, mm -hmm. get rid of them. Mm -hmm. I, I would say start over, but no, let's just not even start it because right now they're acting like political commissars from the Soviet Union. That's what they're more like. And I was like, I was looking into this a while back. You're talking about how, you know, like KGB political commissars would like go into like industry, factories, media, all this stuff. And they would direct the flow of information, make sure that the state had its footprint and everything. It's the same in China now. There's a political office in every single uh, company. And one of their national security laws is that any outlet or person can be used for national security purposes within China. Hmm. So if you're using a Huawei phone, that can mm -hmm. be used. If you're watching TikTok, that can be used for national security concern in China. They can be using that for my kids. I hope you're watching right now. I've, I've tried to tell you this. More evidence. Um, but Wait, there wasn't any evidence. You just said it. <laughs> that's, what already, that's what you're already doing. You're already telling them this. You're just going to tell it again on my show? I've tried and tried. I thought maybe you would help me with this. Uh, I'm tired of hearing that stupid chuckling sound after those stupid videos. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but there's we're, our system is exactly the same with one difference. Then it was the state and for, you know forcing these uh, forcing the world and the people. Now companies are just doing it willingly. They have these meetings with the FBI that the FBI admitted to. They're having them, I think, before the last election, 
weekly meetings with some of these social media uh, companies. What are they talking about? We're not entirely sure, but we know there's not a wink, wink, nudge, nudge for them not to talk about certain things. I mean, the, the, the only difference is we're opting into like a communist <laughs> system. Like we're opting into totalitarian, a totalitarian regime. We deserve everything that's coming for us if we allow this to continue. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I know. I love that um, when T- Ted Cruz, I've talked about this on the program before, a while back when all this FBI stuff happened uh, with the DOJ was, you know, they were raiding Mar-a-Lago and stuff. And Ted Cruz made a comment that we should defund the FBI. And the, the mainstream media tried to use it as a gotcha on him. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and like they acted like he just said something so horrible. You got to clutch your pearls. I can't believe he said it. And I'm like, hell yeah, we should defund the FBI. Is that controversial? Is that crazy? Well, but, well what's funny is they're like, defund the police. Yeah. But not those police because they are our police, just these police. Yeah. You know, it's, it's this mental thing. Um, I have a bunch of friends that were former FBI agents, and I asked them about this because it's totally puzzling to me because the guys that I know are absolutely awesome. They love America, mm-hmm. diehard patriots. And they said there's just a point when you are going up that ladder that you get to a critical point where it's like, do you play the game yep. or not? Yep. And that's it. And that's the cutoff. Yep. So what you see is the, the rank and file. Now people talk about this all the time, but the guys that are out there doing the jobs, they're good guys and gals, you know, they're, they're really awesome Americans that, that absolutely love the country. But as when you start getting up into the bureaucracy, it becomes, you know, nepotism, you know, are you gonna, and look, I mean, they might not even be on the other side, but the fact of the matter is, is that if they will go against the constitution and go against, um, you know, everyday Americans, it doesn't matter what side they're on, they're just corrupt people mm. that need to go. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, look, again, coming from the UK, I used to look at America, I'd be like, oh, the FBI, I mean, it's like the FBI. Yeah. I mean, they're the greatest law enforcement agency on the planet. They investigate the X-Files, for crying out loud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I mean, it it does have that, they do have that kind of reputation. And now you're looking, you think, I just, I hope they don't come after me because you don't feel like you would be treated fairly within the system. And that is, again, it's fundamentally not American and What's worse than that is you look and go, well, you know, if the FBI got out of control, surely I could go to another, like the DOJ or I go to my politicians. You know they're not mm-hmm. going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not going to come in and try and help you. Yeah. So we, like you said, we are full on there right now. It's going to take somebody to come in at the top and just go, this has got to go. The Fed's got to go. You know, get rid of the yeah. Fed, dismantle the FBI. You know, get rid of the Department of Education. That yeah. thing's got to go as well. Small government. Small government. This is why we need small government. Can we have small government? This is why please? we actually need to drain the swamp. All right, we got to take a quick break. Oh, I had right a good back. point. No, I'm just about sorry. to make it. Not, you're not going to make it. You always shut me down. <laughs> no, literally, you always try to get. I'm like. All right, this guy won't, doesn't ever want to stop talking, so I'm going to let him say whatever he is going to say. Marza made a good point um, about like the rank-and-file FBI agents. Um, I'm not criticizing at all, because I know a lot, I have a lot of friends in the FBI, too, and they're great. But there's a certain point in management where everything completely goes off the rails. It's almost like they go into a skull and bones, you know, you know, dungeon and they do some they're gred into everything and they turn evil or something Mm -hmm. like that i'm tired of giving them excuses they always have excuses they move on to another director and we expect it to get better it doesn't 
Ray was appointed by Trump, and things have gotten worse, I think. Comey, you know, an abomination. Yeah. But I mean, just, just to, c- to consider this, the, one of the founders of the FBI, J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover, one of the most corrupt and dirty people in the entire country in our history. JFK admitted that he was scared of Hoover, so he didn't go against Hoover. Hoover had uh, Hoover had blackmail material, I think, with Marilyn Monroe, se- sexual blackmail material against JFK, kept it in a vault. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That doesn't sound American. That sounds Soviet. But that is part of the founding of the FBI. Now, if they have changed, why is their building called the J. Edgar Hoover Building? Mm-hmm. It's right there in front of you. They're still dirty, right at the top. Not the rank-and-file guys, but yeah, I'm done with them. They need to just tear it down. So here, just to play devil's advocate for a minute, because I don't necessarily disagree with you, and I know, like, again, I this show, I personally have been a big supporter of law enforcement, but if COVID has taught me anything, uh, it's that there are a lot of good people who are rank-and-file uh, members of the FBI, of law enforcement, of police, but... Do you do the raid on, say, Mar-a-Lago if you like you see that this is unprecedented and crazy and obviously politicized, like you're the agent who gets assigned to do it? Do you do that? Do you go to a restaurant and arrest or, you know, detain a family in New York City for eating in a restaurant unvaccinated? Do you do you still participate in these things that you say, oh, I'm just doing my job? I, I look, I know that it's wrong. I know that we're this is unconstitutional. I know that this is an abuse of power, but they told me to do it and I have to do it and feed my family. That's the type of thing that I'm grappling with right now because I don't disagree with you, but I'm also like, at what point do you get to like, do you have to stop using the excuse I'm just doing my job. It's the people at the top that stink, not me. There's more of those that are coming out. We There was an FBI whistleblower real recently. We had him on Glenn's uh, recent special not too long ago where he saw them going after all these people for January 6th. He's like, right. what basis, what what evidence do we have that we're going to show up and, with like SWAT outfits and gear and go to these like grandparents' house mm-hmm. and take them out of their homes? And he's like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. But I'm saying they all need to be doing that. Sure. I mean... Yeah, uh, they should. I think that there's probably a couple different mindsets. One is just purely financial, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. What are you going to do? They hold. They've got them. You know those. Uh, you know those those golden handcuffs on them. But then also, I mean, I'm sure a lot of them think that they can change things. You know, like they can make it as soon as they rise to a certain level, they'll be able to make a Maybe. good change. We need those guys to stay there. We're probably not getting rid of the FBI. So those guys, we do need to stay there. Yeah, we got about 30 seconds. Okay, well, the other thing is if you you also have to look at the college system because every FBI agent has a degree. So you have to look at the college system and how that would, you know, uh, indoctrinate uh, young FBI agents that are coming in and the old ones that are more old school are going out. So I I, I think that, (laughs) yeah, I mean, really, a lot of the people that are coming in are actually okay with what's going on. I think that's really important to to understand. Yeah, Mm. I agree. All right, we got to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Dude, that's the problem. American Girl, this is of course the popular doll brand founded in 1986 that features dolls of young girls from American history with accompanying books that tell you know, about their stories. Uh, they're being slammed for a new book that trumpets how prepubescent girls can change their gender. So moms, dads, watch out. Look what your children are reading, even with American Girl. This is a 96-page book titled A Smart Girl's Guide, Body Image, How to Love Yourself, Live Life to the Fullest, and Celebrate All Kinds of Bodies. It's aimed at girls 8 to 11 years old, and it says the way you show 
show your gender to the world through is through clothes and behaviors. That's your gender expression. Your gender expression can be feminine, masculine, or somewhere in between, and it might change. Maybe you'll experiment with feminine hairstyles. Maybe you might try baggy shorts and a buzz haircut. Your gender expression should make you feel at home in your body, and parts of your body may make you feel uncomfortable may make you feel uncomfortable and you may want to change the way you look. That's totally okay. Your doctor might be able to offer you medicine if you haven't gone through puberty yet. So, it's, isn't that so 2022 that uh, a franchise named American Girl can be convincing young girls that they should be more masculine and become more, you know, males, basically, which you can't do, but they're telling them to do that. We've got 30 seconds left and I better stop talking because I'm gonna need to use the swear jar. So who wants to take it? 30 seconds. Ooh, I'll do this quick. Uh, one of the Balenciaga uh, photographers caught up in that whole thing was also doing stuff for American Girl. Oh, good. I, I will just tie a bow on that and say culture, everything is under assault, and it's mm -hmm. evil. It's a mm -hmm. deep evil. Mm -hmm. And be careful with what your kids are into. Yeah. Just, like, scan everything. Scrub everything before you give it to your mm -hmm. children because their innocence has to be preserved here, and you, don't, you only get the one shot. Guys, please. Thank you. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.